What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. This is Brett, and uh, Jeffrey is not with us today, but he will be back next time for sure. Today, we have a very special guest. You may remember him from episode 40, I want to say, our friend Alan. It's good to be back, Brett. Thanks for having me. Alan, it is always wonderful to have you on. <laughs> Thanks, to catch man. up our listeners, Alan has gone through the hero's journey, a journey he started very late in life at our incessant nagging. That's an understatement. Yeah. Alan, how, how long did you go without watching Star Wars? Uh, 27 and a half years. 27 and a half years, yep. which makes him about 28 and a half now. 29. 29. So this is a recent (laughs) phenomenon for him. And Alan is expecting a little guy. Alan's got a baby on the way. Yeah, I do. And Alan, I had a question for you. Sure. Uh, When do you think you will introduce him to Star Wars? You're not going to make him go 27 and a half years, are you? I'm, you know what? I was going to say 27 and a half years. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Your experience was so great that it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, you know what? I think my experience with the new movies is what I'm excited to raise, you know, my son on is yeah. the new movies. You know, those ones really have clicked with me. I, I wish I got into the old ones beforehand, but, you know, I really like the story of the new, of the, wow. the, two, new, the two new movies. Yeah. So do you think you'll start him with Force Awakens? I think I will. Wow. And then when he wants to see what, you know, the story behind Luke Skywalker and who is this crazy Chewbacca guy and, <laughs> and where does Han Solo play in all of this? Like, how did he come to be? And, uh, well, this is interesting. This is uncharted territory yeah, for Star yeah. Wars fans. People growing up on the new trilogy. Yep. Is, that's yep. blowing my mind. So this is episode 70, by the way. I just want to point out that we've jumped from episode 50 to 70, you might notice. That's because... Uh, We have this really wacky naming thing, numbering thing with our episodes, and we're fixing that. So episode 50 was actually our 69th episode, Alan. We just didn't number all of the ones before that. Well, congratulations to you and to Jeff, of course, on your 70th episode (laughs) of the Skywalk. These are like two commemorative episodes in a row, 50 50 and then (laughs) 70. Uh, This one, we got a lot of news to discuss today. Uh, Before we do, social medias. Here's where you can find us on social media. iTunes, no news here. Search for it. Uh, The Skywalk. Just search for the Skywalk. Sky is in sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. And leave us a review. And if you do, you're going to be entered to win a prize, which we'll get to in a second. Spotify, always spotty at best. Same deal. Search for Skywalk on Spotify. Facebook, guess what, Alan? What? We finally updated our name on Facebook. Get out of here. What's the name on Facebook? Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. It's pretty intuitive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Or maybe try not using Facebook at all if you want to be happy. Twitter. Guess what, Alan? Let me guess. Let me guess what the name is. Is it at the Skywalk? It is now. Uh, we were we were harassed incessantly by uh, we're sensing a theme here with Star Wars fans incessantly harassing people. Our friend Steve, Steelbook Steve, would constantly harass us uh, for not updating our name to our current name of our podcast. No so more anyway, harassment from no, those two. No more harassment from that guy. Not for this anyway. Uh, at Skywalk. At the Skywalk on Twitter. And Podomatic, normally, Alan, if Jeff was here, he would slow jam this, which I can't do. Um, so it's just Star Wars <laughs> over coffee.podomatic. I was going to try to do a Jeff impersonation, but I don't think I can do that. No. It, it's just... Neither one of us have the base. Star Wars over coffee.podomatic.com. That's cl- closer That's not, than I could It's get. not nah, that close. Nah, not close. Jeff's got it down. <laughs> um, so we have a real sponsor now, Alan. 
as of episode 50, which was one episode which ago. one episode ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cafe Solas Tekka in Newton. Alan, have you ever heard of Cafe Solas Tekka in Newton, Massachusetts? I love Cafe Solas. No, ah, dude. Absolutely. Have you been there, really? I have. Oh, yeah. Well, they're our sponsor. They're a real sponsor. It's a great sponsor. So, Taco Donna Tuesdays, every Tuesday... You still have the rest of the month of September to take advantage of Taco Donna Tuesdays. Uh, tell them Maz sent you, and you will get 10% off your meal, not including alcohol. And again, I want to mention this giveaway thing, because this, too, is sponsored by Cafe Sol Azteca in Newton Center, Newton, Mass. Uh, they're sponsoring our giveaway. If you leave us a review on iTunes, or if you already have, you are automatically entered to win this dope pin set by 800 pound productions uh we're gonna post pictures of this or links to this on our social meteors uh this is a ahsoka tano two pack pin set look at that it is amazing so especially if you're a fan of the clone wars yeah where ahsoka really was the uh the star of the show um you're gonna want that and they're limited edition i believe so they're probably all sold out so at this point the only way you're gonna get it is if you leave us a review. Leave those reviews. Yeah, baby. Um, and again, if you've left a review already, you're automatically entered. If you leave a review now on iTunes, you will be entered in every single giveaway we ever do. So, Brett, when you leave it. your review, yeah. how do you get picked? Um, randomly. So, okay. Jeff and I literally print out all the names, and then we put them in a hat, and we pull one out. Awesome. Uh, let's get into some real news. We've got how many topics here, Alan? Alan, we've thank got, you for doing this, man. We've got... Nine topics? Alan is trying his best to fill in for Jeff today. Um, we can't get, maybe we won't get that Dulé Hill quality that Jeff has been said to have. I'll try to hold my own here today. <laughs> it, it is tough without Jeff, but. Child know. star Alan Yanone is yeah. joining us today. <laughs> local Massachusetts. Local Massachusetts. Alan, can you tell us about that real quick? So here's the thing. I'll, I'll tell people, right? Because you're too modest. Alan is a, well, I mentioned his hero's journey. But Alan is a true hero. Alan was in Aruba, Alan? Uh, Bermuda. Bermuda. My Close bad. Enough. Same thing. Alan was in Bermuda this summer, and something something happened, Alan. Can you can you tell us? Yeah, story? sure. So I'm on the beach, and, you know, I hear some, some yelling from the water. Like, help, help. And, I, you know, I thought I was hearing, you know, there's not a lot of people on this beach. I was like, all right, well, who can be who's swimming? And uh, so I walked down to the shore just to kind of take a quick um, – look around and this woman was standing at the at the shore and I was like excuse me does someone need help and she goes yes my brother and his wife are stuck on the rocks out there they got swallowed up by some riptide and thrown on these jagged rocks so of course I you know I <laughs> ran in <laughs> this sounds like it would be a bloody scene it, Alan it, it, no, to be honest with you it was really it, I got there and their knees were all scraped up I, th- I think um the, the gentleman's head was, was cut. He was bleeding. Um, when I got there, I started, like, I cut my hands a lot trying to get onto the rocks and to help them. And, you know, they, I didn't want to swim back because the waves are really big. So uh, the only kind of the only way we could go was back walking on these jagged rocks. So um, I kind of assisted them in helping. They were uh, older, probably 60s, mid, uh, low to mid 60s. Um, and uh, we just got them back to shore. And the, the kicker is that they were Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yes. And so in the middle of the quote-unquote rescue, I asked, you know, where are you from? And they said, well, we're from Philadelphia. And I was like, oh, you are? Well, funny you should say that. I'm from New England, and I'm a Patriots fan, and I will see you guys back at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely the best part of the story. That is amazing. Yeah, Alan was on the news. Yeah, really, I wasn't surprised with Alan's act of heroism. The only surprising part was that they were Eagles fans, and (laughs) Alan still went through with it. 
Yeah. Shout Every, out to those guys, Alan. Yeah, shout out to Anita and Paul, the Philadelphia on, Eagles fans. Come on, Eagles fans. Stay off the rocks. Stay okay? off the rocks, Jeez. Eagles fans. Were they drunk? Did they just come <laughs> from the stadium? Uh, all right. Um, that was like two weeks after you met Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Right? Yep. Jeez yep. Louise, Alan. What's next for you? Now you're here. Now I'm here it's with you. It ramps up. Skywalk. It ramps up every time. Every it went, time it's it something. Went. Same people's lives. Jeremy Renner, <laughs> Skywalk podcast with Brett. <laughs> <laughs> and if Jeff was here, if even, Jeff was, even if, more. I mean, come on. That's the trifecta right there. That would be amazing. All right. So, all right. So I think we've, we've proved that you deserve to be here. Um, all right. <laughs> let's get into our first topic. This one's a rumor, Alan. Um, rumor, John Williams and Michael Giacchino to score new music and themes for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney. Alan, do you know about Galaxy's Edge? I'm going to need a refresher course on what Galaxy's Edge is. Galaxy's Edge is a new Star Wars land at Disney World. And I think Disneyland, too. I should have known yep. that. Um, but, you know, think like they've done a big Harry Potter thing at Universal Studios. It's super immersive. And it's like this whole world that you enter into. Uh, they're doing the same thing at Disney. With the new Star Wars Ed, uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is opening next year. Nice. So this is the cool part. They actually got John Williams and Michael Giacchino. Alan, if you're not familiar, I know you know who John Williams is. Absolutely. Uh, Michael Giacchino did the score for Rogue One. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they'll be writing and scoring the theme park's music for rides, attractions, and other types of source music. This by way of makingstarwars.net. What do you th- are you excited about that? Like, where, is that a good thing for the park? Do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I think like part of the immersion will be yeah. immersion. Immersion. You should immersion. You rescue people from the ocean. Yeah. Immersion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's important for the immersion, you know, and, and the fact that maybe they'll be coming up with new stuff, right? So I'm sure the old themes will be playing, uh, but they'll kind of be adding to that, um, which is interesting because uh, the article points out John Williams had alluded to the idea of retiring, at least from Star Wars, uh, once J.J. Abram finishes with Episode Nine and the Skywalker saga is concluded. But apparently that's not the case. He's not ready to call it quits just yet. Alan, he's like the Bill Belichick of m- movie scores. And then he just won't quit. People, you know, the only difference is nobody wants him to quit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very cool. Uh, Next topic, Alan. Ryan Johnson films are alive and well. This by way of uh, Fanta tracks, but anybody who follows Ryan Johnson uh, saw this on Twitter. So, Alan, here's what happened. Uh, apparently, a bunch of fans were hoping that Ryan Johnson was, like, walking away or that Lucasfilm had parted ways with him because, you know, there were all these people that really hated The Last Jedi. Yeah. Some of them to the degree of starting online petitions and and abusively hate-speeching people on Twitter and all that. So, anyway, they were getting their hopes up. They thought for some reason that, uh, that Ryan Johnson was done because he has a, a whole trilogy coming out. Yep. You, okay, you know yep. that part. Um, so the article by way of Fanthatrack says, Despite fan rumors to the contrary, Disney's collaboration with Ryan Johnson will not end with the excellent The Last Jedi. It will continue on in a new trilogy. So here's what happened on Twitter. Somebody tweeted at Ryan Johnson and said, are you still working on your Star Wars trilogy? And Ryan Johnson responded with, yup, and the fist bump emoji. I think he's in. Yeah, I think he's um, in. Yeah, I think that's still happening. Yeah. Right? I, don't yeah. Think, uh, I don't think they've swayed Lucasfilm <laughs> on that one. Uh, let's talk about Star Wars Resistance. Alan, Star Wars Resistance is an upcoming show on Disney Channel and then Disney XD later or something. And now we find out that it takes place 
six months before The Force Awakens. Uh, it had already been reported that it was going to take place before The Force Awakens, in the, but we didn't really know what the time frame was. But it's being reported now that it's going to be six months before The Force Awakens, which I think is pretty cool. There's a new poster yep. that you can find online. <laughs> uh, we've been retweeting all this stuff from the Skywalk Twitter page. Um, I think the show looks great. It premieres on October 7th, so I think people should check it out. It's kind of got more of a kiddie kind of vibe. I was going to ask. I mean, with Disney and Disney XD, I think right. I think I would lead more towards a kiddie type of vibe. But Right. Well, the, I mean, the the last show that they had, Star Wars Rebels, uh, it had a little kiddie-nish to it, but it was it got kind of heavy by the end. Um, so they're not afraid to go the more adult route, but this one seems more aimed at maybe even like the preteen range. It's a lot of rah-rah, yeah, yeah let's go, yeah. woohoo, that no. kind of thing. Uh, Poe Dameron's going to be in it, nice. voiced by Oscar Isaac, okay. which is awesome. Uh, Captain Phasma, who does nothing in the movies, is going to be in it, uh, voiced by Gwendolyn Christie on in the animated series, the actual voices. Uh, nice. Your boy, BB-8, BB-8. is uh, featured heavily in this show, apparently. Nice. Yeah, so I'm, the, the art style is super cool. It's sort of an anime-inspired art style yeah. that is super, super cool. It's really, it's really nice to see. It's, it's different than anything you've seen in the Star Wars universe, and I think it's, I think it's very refreshing. So we'll see how it is. Um, and, and, you know, for people listening, with any Star Wars show, I find they've all started off kind of rough. So you got to kind of stick with it long enough for it to get good. That's, yeah. that's true of most TV shows, but uh, especially with these Star Wars animated series. It takes a bit for you to get to know the characters. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll hit their stride. I have no doubt. Uh, Alan, do you know about the Star Wars live action TV series that's in development? I do. It's being uh, handled by John Favreau. He's developing this, this live action series for the future Disney streaming service. Uh, the rumor is that it's going to focus on Mandalore. Alan Mandalore is the home planet of Boba Fett. Anyway, you know what I think about this, Alan? Who cares? <laughs> Who the heck cares? <laughs> there, was a, there was a Twitter thing going around the last couple of weeks that was uh, something like, tell us your most unpopular Star Wars opinion or something, or controversial Star Wars opinion. This is probably mine. Yeah. Mandalore is boring. I could care less about Mandalore. You know mine. Uh, you know my controversial. That BB-8 is better than R2-D2? Absolutely. <laughs> that, absolutely. Alan, I feel like that's getting less and less controversial as time goes I on. I completely agree. And yeah. you called, you said I was crazy when I first said that after <laughs> The Force Awakens. You're like, absolutely remember, not. Maybe that was Jeff. It was the both of you. <laughs> Play it back. Yeah, let's just say it was Jeff because he's not here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeff said you were crazy, but, uh, you know, I was right there with you. Um <laughs> So anyway, I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't care about Mandalore. Uh, let's go on to the next one, Alan. Goodbye, Disflix. Hello, Disney Play. Alan, we've been calling this future Disney streaming service Disflix because there was no name. But then it came out that there was a name that Bob Iger said it's going to be called Disney Play. Disney Play. Here are some of the things that are going to be appearing only on Disney Play uh, that probably would have been on Netflix if Disney had stayed with Netflix. Uh, the upcoming films, Captain Marvel, the live-action Dumbo movie that's being directed by uh, Tim Burton. Looks pretty cool. Toy Story 4, which is apparently still happening. The Lion King, the live-action one. Uh, Frozen 2. Still can't believe that's actually a real thing. I don't know why they're doing a Frozen I, 2. Uh, it's iffy. Out of all the things controversial, right. I'm more upset about <laughs> Frozen 2 than anything else. We live in a crazy world right now, and Frozen 2 is coming out. Yeah, but what happens to Olaf? 
<laughs> like what happens? Um, and the next installment of Star Wars. So presumably they're referring to Star Wars Episode Nine. Those will be key selling points for the new service that Bob Iger has referred to as Disney Play. Breaking news, Alan. Update on that last story. Goodbye, Disney Play. Welcome back, Disflix. <laughs> so apparently that whole thing was misunderstood. Uh, everything we said about those movies is true, but Bob Iger didn't say it was going to be called Disney Play. He said it was a Disney Play. Like, oh, di- yeah. I like Disney Play better than Disflix. Disflix? <laughs> <laughs> if what anything, about- it should be called Disflix, like D-I-Z, because Disney. Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. Disflix that was just a, is just a strange. That was just a spelling error on my part, Alan. Sure, uh, Disflix. All right, good. Yeah, that's, Thanks, what Jesus. that's what I meant. That's what I meant. For the viewers, like, <laughs> for, the, for the listeners here, let's name a Disflix, all right? Disflix? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so like, it's not called Disney Play. I don't think Disney Play is a good name either, though, do you? Because there's Google Play. I don't know. Let's come up with a better name for it, though. Listeners, write in, okay? Maybe in your review. When you write yeah. your review on iTunes. Yeah. A better, nick, better name for a Disney movie streaming service. I'll tell you what, Alan. For anybody, we're going to change this up on the fly. Anyone who includes a suggestion for a new name for Disney streaming service in their review gets two entries to win the two-pack Ahsoka Tano And if we pick your name, Brett will make an appearance at your child's birthday party. (laughs) You heard it here first in the Skywalker. I I can't agree to that. Um, uh, Alan, this is getting hot now. This is getting good. We're getting on to Star Wars Episode Nine news. We're going to close this out with only Episode Nine news. Love it. Alan, are you excited yet about Episode Nine? I'm I'm excited. excited. I'm excited. You know, I, I... I'm a big Kylo fan. I'm yeah. a big Kylo fan. You've known this from my first episode. Yeah. But, yeah. And uh, I'm ready to see him just go AWOL, man. I'm really? ready to see him just. What do you want him to do? You know, Alan, I, so one of the last things I remember talking about with you when you were on the podcast was before we saw The Last Jedi, we were kind of saying our hopes and dreams yep. for The Last Jedi. Yep. And one of the things we all agreed on was we just thought Luke Skywalker should completely go nuts, right? Like just wielding his lightsaber like no one's ever seen before, yep. just completely going off. Yep. And, of course, none of that none happened. None of that happened. And, and that's why a lot of people were upset. Um, so I don't know. I'm just, you know, maybe your expectations of Kylo, I would, just, I would just recommend keeping them in check because it might not happen. Someone needs to die <laughs> big, either it, whether it's Poe, whether it's Finn, Ooh. whether it's Rey. Ooh. Someone's got to go. Who do you think it'll really be? I think most likely going to be Kylo. Yeah. I want it to be. I want it to be Finn. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do you hate Finn? Alan? I don't hate Finn. I don't hate <laughs> Finn at all. I love Finn, and and think that's why that's why I think he needs to go the most is because he was the one who kind of he led the rebellion right. against the First Order by deserting. He deserted, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, which is why, you know, this is why I think Captain Phasma will be back for a third time. I hope not. Just (laughs) to call him a traitor (laughs) again. But I think I think the battle between Kylo and and um, Finn needs to happen. And I think Finn. Yeah, he doesn't survive that. He doesn't survive that. No. Um, For me to get what I want out of Kylo Ren, he he needs to kill Finn or Rey. Let me give you another candidate. For someone to be killed off in this movie, Love Alan. it. Let's hear it. Topic number seven, Billy D. Williams working out for episode nine. Alan, this is the most hilarious video posted on Twitter by at by RealBDW. Uh, that's the real Billy D. Williams on Twitter. This is what he said. 
I can't think of a better way. Oh, wait, should I try to read it in Lando voice? I don't know if I can do it. You definitely should. I can't think. Of, no, I can't think. Uh, no, I can't even. Do it. <laughs> Man, and like I can make him British. That's the only <laughs> thing I know how to do. Um, I can't think of any of a better way to start my day. No, I'm not even going to try that. I can't think of a better start to my day. Feeling fit, healthy, and better than ever. Taking care of body and mind go hand in hand. At, at the real, real BDW. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, if you see this clip, if you go watch this clip on Billy D. Williams' Twitter, he moves so slow that it's a stretch to say he's taking care of his body. <laughs> That's all. Goes hand in hand. Goes hand I'm in sorry. hand with mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. I know how you feel about Lando, but I, I, you know what? Like, if he's working out at all, I'm worried about him being in episode nine because he should not have any action scenes in this movie. No. How old is Lambo? <laughs> how old is Lando now in, in the re- in real world Star Wars? Real world Star Wars. So 30 years elapse roughly from the end of Return of the Jedi to the beginning of The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. And like no time has elapsed since the beginning of Force yeah. Awakens. It's been like two weeks yeah. until the end of The Last Jedi. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if you want to say he was like mid thirties in, in the original trilogy, do you think? I could say, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like Han Solo was supposed to be 25, but you know, he's 35. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm guessing, I mean, the guy's like 70 or something yeah. in, in real life, Billy D. Williams. I mean, you know what? That's cool though. Like he should just be oh, behind, I like it. he should I'm be behind a desk. It. Yeah. Dude should be retired really. Yeah. Right. Just I'm raking in, it. raking in money from his mining colony and all that. <laughs> um, but please, just no action scenes for Lando. Like, you don't need it. Unless he's just, like, pulling a gun from behind a desk, right? Like, that's pretty much all I want to see from him. <laughs> um, more casting news for Star Wars Episode Nine. Dominic, M- how do you think you pronounce this, Alan? Monaghan? Monaghan? Monaghan. Monaghan. So he's the dude. He was in the Lord of the Rings trilogy yep. as uh, Pippa Middleton, I think was his yep. name. Yeah. Um, he also starred in J.J. Abrams' Lost, which is probably why he's here in Episode Nine. What do you think about that, Alan? Do you like that dude? I think that's a great ad- great addition. Yeah. Great addition. He's a pretty likable dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's still a likable face. Still a dearth of non-white people <laughs> in, in this movie so far. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I will get there. They're uh, a second-half team when it comes exactly. to diversity. Exactly. Um, last topic, Alan. Here's even bigger casting news from Star Wars Episode Nine. I don't know if this means anything to you because I don't know if you're a Doctor Who fan at all. Um, I haven't watched the show, but I do know the cast. I do know the people who are in it. Okay. Um, yeah. And what about The Crown? No. Okay. So neither one. Okay. So you've probably never seen Matt Smith in anything. But yes, Star Wars Episode Nine casts Matt Smith in a key role, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Um And according to that report, it says it's unknown at this time whether the Doctor Who alum will be on the side of the rebels or the evil empire. But here's the cool thing, Alan. Whenever I hear a big name actor or actress has been cast in a new Star War, I think back to Max von Sydow, Mm -hmm. who, like, before The Force Awakens came out, it's like, Max von Sydow, wow, he's going to be some awesome villain. And then he's dead after uttering like two lines of two dialogue. lines. <laughs> yep. And I kept thinking, you, you know, honestly, go. I kept thinking like, oh, he's he's not really dead. He's going to come back later. Yep. It's going to be a surprise twist toward the end. Of the, and it's like, oh no, wait, they really just took one of the greatest actors 
ever. Gave him five, six lines. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, assassinated. Half half that many, Alan. I think he said th- let's say three lines. Let's go over his lines. The over under is three. Yep. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over because so, he does have some dialogue right, with let's Kylo. Do this. Let's do this. Okay. okay. All right. So BB eight rolls into yep. the hut. No, before BB eight rolls into the hut. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Alan, you just waited till now to roll out the amazing BB-8 impression? That is fantastic, I can't give it it to you right away. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. When I tell you I love BB-8, I love BB-8. Hey, look out, Allie, because Alan is now in the pantheon of Skywalk impressions. Watch out, Allie. That was amazing, dude. All right, you got to keep doing that. All right, so here we are. Poe is in the hut with Laura Santeca, who is the character played by Max von Sydow. Um... this should begin to make things right. He had the first yep. line. Yep. All right. Well, you know what? But I take back a little bit of what I said. That is a prestigious position to be in. The very first line. Of the very first yep. Star Wars movie. And he also. In how he, many years? He also drops the general Leia. Used to be a princess. She used to be royalty. So, like, right. he also drops that line. Right. So, that, that would be his second line, yep. right? Um, the general's been waiting a long time. And, you know, to me, she's royalty. Yeah, to me, she's royalty. So that's two lines. Yep. And then the and then and then BB-8 rolls, rolls in, in through the beaded curtains. Yep. And what does BB-8 say again? Alan? He goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a little Roger Rabbit influence in there. Uh, <laughs> so then and then, then Poe goes out with his old school binoculars yep. because binocular technology has not improved in 30 years in dun, the Star Wars universe. Dun 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 And then. And then Lord Senteca says, uh, you have to leave. There he says. There's more. I think that was it. I don't think he says anything else. That's it. And then and then Kyle and then he talks to Kylo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, You need to know your f- you can't deny your family. <laughs> oh yeah, the part the part yeah. where he turns into Sean Connery. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fair part of the movie. I'm Sean Connery. Wait, wait, before that. Kylo says my favorite line, which is what you send to somebody who, who you know, when they have a birthday or something, right? Like, oh, Alan, you just turned 29. And then and then he sent that clip. Look how old you've become. Look how old you've become. Look how old you've become. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he says uh, something far worse has happened to you. Yep. And then he says, you know what I've come for? You know, where's the map, yep. old man? He doesn't really say that. Uh, and then and then Sidow says, uh, but you cannot deny the truth. That is your family. Ah, man, maybe you're right, Alan. He did have a lot more. We're almost at six. Well, he also he also when Kylo comes out of the comes out of his um, thing, Batmobile. Yeah, Yeah. of his flying Batmobile, he literally he he says the word (laughs) Kylo Ren. He's like Kylo Ren. Doesn't he? Doesn't doesn't he say? No, I don't think he does. He does. I don't think anyone says it. He does. I I am. I this is the first time I've ever been 100 percent confident in a Star (laughs) Wars thing against you. I'm I'm pretty sure he says it. I'm so I am so sure that you're wrong. All right, I think we have to pause for the listener. Right, we'll edit uh, edit out some time, and we'll figure and this you out. You will know exactly who was right. Yeah, when we come back. Okay. <laughs> and for the first time in history Alan, of ever, no, Alan wait, was right. Wait, wait, but didn't you say he said that when the ship was landing? No, 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 no. Like right when Kylo comes out, he says something about oh, Kylo okay. Ren. He, he said says his it name. to him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fine. Don't don't try to don't Par- try to partial partial credit. Not even true. <laughs> not even true. Yeah. Point one, Alan. Wow. So if you break them up. 
he had like uh, eight th- one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow, you were spot on with six, I'm Alan. Spot on. That's the first time you're actually right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but it's still like it's less than 30 words yep. over six lines, like four words per line. Um, anyway, I think that's what the people tune in for is to know exactly how many lines Max wants to know. And like the word count, right, for when he submitted his essay. Um, so that, so uh, this was the world's longest tangent just to say whenever I see a big name has been cast, I think, ah, oh, they're going to get sit out, right? <laughs> Which should, should be our verb from now on. Yep. So, Alan, uh, Matt Smith, star of Doctor Who and Netflix's original The Crown. He's amazing in both, by the way. Um, he will not get sit out in episode nine, apparently. If we're to believe what The Hollywood Reporter says, that is, he's getting a key role in the movie. Um, Alan, that's all I got for today. Now, Jeff and I usually do a thing where we give a a recommendation to our listeners. Anything you recommend right now, Alan? I have one if you don't. I have one recommendation. Okay. Uh, Week two, Patriots versus Jaguars, (laughs) one o'clock Sunday. Anyway, as you just heard, I had to cut off our recommendations. You can hear those after we finish the episode. That's our post-credits Marvel Marvel post-credits <laughs> sequence. Tangent, yeah, yeah, we went off on a little thing. <laughs> we, we should have known not to try to talk about football without getting carried away. But I do want to say that we love all of our listeners, um, and I, I like to see people from different fan bases. And you know, let's all just share the love. That's all it is, baby. That's Every time you're is. here, Alan, we end up talking about love and football. This is Brett. And this is Alan. And we're just uh, two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Later. I have one recommendation. Okay. Uh, week two, Patriots versus Jaguars, <laughs> one o'clock Sunday. <laughs> Alan, you stole my recommendation. Damn it. Oh, good. Oh, I'm not even joking about that. That's so funny. That's my, so funny. Mine was more broad. I was yeah. just going to say, watch the NFL this season yeah, because it's amazing. It's good. Uh, if you go up and down the list of everybody in the league, like <laughs> if your team doesn't have a good quarterback now, then you should really feel bad for yourself because there are about 24 out of the 32 teams yeah. that have a decent to above average to amazing quarterback. Yep. Um, and there are just so many interesting teams in the league. Even when you're a garbage team like the Raiders, you have John Gruden back, so it's at least interesting it's to it's watch. Fun. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a fun, fun league this yep. year. Jimmy G's in San Francisco. Love the it. Rams are stacked. Seattle's not good, but they're Seattle, so they're still yep. interesting to they're watch. S- they're still a contender. Yeah. It's kind of like things have been reshuffled. Alan, there was a there was a trade that made four teams better. Yep. Right? So Alex Smith uh, leaves the Chiefs. The Chiefs are better because they have Pat Mahomes. Yep. And the, the Redskins. Redskins got better because they got Alex Smith. Yep. They sent Kirk Cousins to the Vikings, who got better because of Kirk Cousins somehow. Who I, th- who I honestly believe was making the Redskins worse yep. all these years, then the Vikings sent Case Keenum to Denver, who had nobody to play quarterback, and now they're better because of it, and all four of those teams are awesome to watch right yep. now. Yep. It's just, it's unreal. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unreal. And, and you know who was actually fun to watch? And yeah. as a New England fan, I hate saying this, yeah. the Jets were right. so fun to watch yeah. on Monday night. They were so fun Sam to watch. Sam Darnold, uh, how do you not like that guy? Yep. How can you not like that guy? Yep. 
I'm glad for a little bit of competition oh, in the dude. AFC East. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, with the Jets, but the, the Bills are a dumpster fire. I feel like we've we've been very gracious as Patriots fans to talk about how great all of these other teams are. Yep. Even the Jets. We have a Alan. We have a. Oh, I wish I remembered his name. We have a fan on Facebook who is a big Jets fan, and we shouted him out in our 50th episode. We shouted you out too. Um, even though he's a Jets fan. Alan, you saved somebody's life, even though they're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You know, it's it's all it's all love, baby. It's all, it's love. all love. It's all love. You know, Star thing, Wars brings people together. You st- see, you know what? And, yeah. and I agree with that. And yeah. the reason why I go to Patriots games as much as possible is there are seventy six thousand people yep. in one place, yep. all doing one thing. Whether ha- whether you're rooting for the same team as the home team or not, you're all watching a game. You're all excited to be there. You How know, many times have you st- hugged strangers at Gillette Stadium? Every single time, every time. I've ever been to Gillette Stadium. Same I have here. hugged, high-fived, <laughs> kissed on the cheek. I don't know. Sat on their lap. <laughs> give it to me. It's all fine. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, man. See, I wish every. I wish this was how sports always was, and I wish it's how Star Wars always was, right? Like, even if your team stinks, they're still your team. Exactly. You know, and that's I think that's the difference with Star Wars and other things, right, is where it's like even when a movie's bad. I was thinking about this the other day. It's kind of the good, bad, and the ugly. And the one thing you don't want to be is like in the middle of that, right, yeah. for Star Wars. Yep. Like we embrace even the ugliest of Star Wars, right? Like the worst the worst Star Wars movies, there's still this weird affection for them. Yeah. Um, can I tell you one thing that I was disappointed by, though? Let's hear it. The bears, man. And this, Alan, in the, in the spring, Star Wars Celebration is happening in Chicago. And for some reason, I don't know, that just made me love Chicago. So, you know, the Bears trade for Khalil Mack. Yeah. I told my wife the next day, I'm like, I need that jersey. <laughs> what an awesome jersey. Just like, I mean, the Bears just have this kind of tough reputation, right? And then you got you just get the, the name Mack on the back of your shirt. Yep. How awesome is that? And I was super excited. Then the next day I read that it just shot up the charts for like best-selling jerseys yep. in the NFL. I think he was – I think Garoppolo was one in the offseason. Oh, really? Yeah, Garoppolo's one. Shout out to Jeffrey. Um, Saquon, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, Barkley Saquon, was two. Saquon. Yep. And I believe Khalil Mack was either three or four in, in uh, jersey sales. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I love I think, it. I think it's, uh, you know, all of the player movement where teams have kind of been reshuffled and like players have been redistributed. Yeah. And somehow, like, most of those changes are win-win. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, the, the Patriots lost Deion Lewis and Malcolm Butler to the Tennessee Titans, who theoretically got better by, by those additions. But yeah. I don't feel like the Patriots are much worse oh, without no. those guys. Nope. I think they'll be okay, too. Yeah. So it's great, man. It's going to be a fun season. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a This weekend was incredible. An incredible weekend yep. of football. Dude, even the Browns are you know, better. You know what? I was really hyped last weekend or last week. Um Falcons Eagles Thursday night season opener. What a snooze fest oh, that man. game was. Yeah. I was worried. Yeah. That what a snooze fest. Oh, you're right. You're that right. was that that home that first game was an absolute bore. And That's how good the weekend was. And yep. It made me forget how bad that game was. Yep. And yeah. I think the the Browns and Steelers tying is mm-hmm. better than the Browns winning. Yeah. Well, it's I certainly funnier. It. It's certainly it's funnier. much funnier. It's I love <laughs> I re- Brett, I don't know if I told you this off off of this, but I'll pretend like like I haven't told this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to split this off into an episode, yeah, by yeah, the way, and yeah, then we'll go back and yeah. finish the episode again, but go ahead. Um, I read a stat yep. after the Browns tied the Steelers. Yep. <laughs> the Browns 0-0 so zero, zero record yep. is their best starting record since 2004. 
four. What? Seven. No. Four. I thought they won their season opener in like 2011. They haven't won their first game since 2004. What? This is their best starting record. That's hilarious. And they tied. That's amazing. They tied. I couldn't believe that. Unbelievable. Big Ben throwing three picks, fumbling <laughs> it twice. But that's him every opening day. Every opening day, Ben Roethlisberger does that. But, you know, he, I don't know. He's old, too. Yeah. You know, Brady's going to fall off at some point. Ben's going to fall off at some point. Phillip Rivers is going to fall off. Drew Brees. At some point, it's going to happen. But yeah. so far, it hasn't happened, which yeah. is great. Another looking, reason to keep watching. You know, as a Pats fan, I've I've grown up loving the game of football. Yep. And I think I've gotten – we've gotten very lucky with being Peaches fans. Yes. I've appreciated the league more yeah. being a Pats fan. Yeah. As much as it sucks to lose, yeah. I love seeing these new quarterbacks come up. Yeah. I love Deshaun Watson. Right. Big fan of Patrick Mahomes over the first over yeah. his first game. He's amazing. Um Darnold. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, Sam Darnold, even though he threw that pick six. Yeah. You know who else threw a pick six their first throw ever? Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yep. Oh, I didn't even know that. His first yeah. his first time ever throwing the ball, he threw a pick six. Yeah, see when I saw that I actually thought, well, that's not that's not that bad. You know, I mean, like it wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't think like, oh boy, this guy's gonna be terrible. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. And in retrospect, it's probably good. Yeah. You got that out of the yeah. way. The good probably thing is you, can't, you can't get worse than that. You can't do worse. And the other good thing is you were playing the Lions. Yeah. So, but you know what? The Lions will be fine as long as the other quarterback always throws the ball into their defender's chest. <laughs> Which don't worry, Stafford will do that. Ten out of ten. Oh, he'll do that. Yeah, he'll keep that up. Has anybody ever been more overrated at the quarterback position for like eight years? Matt or, Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a list. Yeah, but he's won playoff games. Matthew Stafford hasn't even sniffed it. Has he, he been in a playoff game? Maybe one he, or two? Well, they lost to the Cowboys a couple years ago in the playoffs. Um, There's after, another thing. Yep. You lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs. Who can't, like, win a – they yep. can't even barely make the playoffs. Never mind win a game in the playoffs. Yep. Of course it had to be the Lions. 